0: Welcome everybody to the LA Weekly Weekly Podcast with me, Brian Kaye, and I am super excited today, also terrified, but super excited today, and I'll tell you why I'm terrified. Okay, a little bit terrified because I've been so good on my diet. I'm back in the gym. I'm like getting back in shape. By my birthday, October 16th, feel free to send me gifts. Uh, I will be, not cake, I will be um, (laughs) back with abs, but I have like the guru of all things cake, uh, Courtney Rich, what is going on? What is
1: that? Thank you, and that's very kind of you to say, and I will send you cake on your birthday because <laughs> it's not a birthday without cake.
0: Oh, my God. That's probably true. Okay, I agree with you. That's <laughs> funny. Okay, and I want to talk about diet cake in a second. but yeah, no, no.
1: <laughs> There's no such thing. Oh, come Get that on. word out of here, Brian. Come on.
0: <laughs> There's got to be diet cake, but you are... Uh, Cake by Courtney at on Instagram yes. at cake by courtney yes. on Instagram and I love it. Like you're you're doing like your content is so original. Thank you. Um and I'm not the only one that's a fan and getting, you know, getting all excited about your cakes. But like you were just on the Kelly Clarkson show too.
1: Yeah, yeah, that airs today. Um as we're actually talking and uh it was my second time on and we had it was so much fun. Loved sharing the cake with Kelly, and we have all her guests. What she usually does is has the food segment at the end of the show, mm. so anyone who's been on the show joins us at the table.
0: And oh my so God. I had
1: like Team Dateline with me, Keith Morrison was there, and then Lamorne, you know, Winston Bishop from New Girl, yeah, yeah, yes, no Ferguson, but we had Winston Bishop, <laughs> Winnie the Bish, uh, and we had the best time. And Kelly and I worked on a cake together, and it was a
0: blast. Well, where's my cake? <laughs>
1: Uh, well, there's whole diet question. word thing that you keep throwing out. I was being respectful, but next time I will shove cake in your face. Yes.
0: Oh, no, I want that on video. Well, we're hanging out in Nashville in a few yes. weeks, so we're totally going to do that.
1: Okay. Cake in Nashville. Oh,
0: my God. I'm so excited. I'm literally going to starve for the next two weeks okay. just to make It'll this It'll be happen.
1: worth it. It will be worth it. Don't uh, eat anything.
0: I'm excited. Okay, <laughs> so how did you get... I'm just fascinated by this whole thing because like, um, you've done some incredible things. I mean, you have a whole... Cake tool line um, and you make these amazing cakes and you've just been doing so much in the space and a lot of my friends follow and I was telling them, oh, I'm going to have Courtney Rich on my podcast and they're like, what? The cake woman? (laughs) And I'm like, yes. So what like inspired you to just dive deep into the world of cake?
1: Uh, You know, it wasn't like a one big aha moment, but it started out when I made my son's birthday cake 10 years ago, his first birthday cake, you know, totally trying to uh, throw a big Pinterest worthy birthday party (laughs) and truly to impress my in-laws who are really good cooks and foodies oh. and I thought, okay, I'm like, I've got to make a cake from scratch. I can't do anything from like a box or I can't buy it from a store because that's not impressive and I really was trying to impress my husband's parents. That's <laughs> we have been married for a few years and um, And they didn't like you. Well, I think they liked me but I never <laughs> got any like cool jobs in the kitchen with them when we were like making big family dinners oh. or something. I was like sitting there chopping herbs for four years and I was like, <laughs> it's time to move up in the world. Hand <laughs> Me, like another type of knife. I can cut the meat. I can cook something anyway. So I grabbed a Bon Appetit magazine, um, you know, Bible basically. And that was what was in Rick and Connie's kitchen all the time. I'd see like Ina Garten cookbooks and Bon Appetit magazines, that's and so hilarious. that's where I got my first recipe. It was a peanut butter cake with chocolate frosting. Ooh! And I loved I to like bake. I grew up doing. The, oh, I love peanut butter. We get that's a whole other podcast. We could talk about <laughs> peanut butter for a half an hour. But uh, I I grew up baking, and I loved being in the kitchen with my family. I had so many good memories there. So while well, I was still a novice, um, and I had never made a cake from scratch before. I got in the kitchen, and I got the recipe, and I just went for it, and I remember just loving it. I was working in media consulting at the time, so I would be gone traveling. Um, my son was almost one. I, you know, just kind of balancing this new life. Because you
0: went to broadcast yes, journalism, yeah, right? I did okay. broadcast
1: journalism, and I did 13 years in media consulting. So
0: you're telling me if the podcast, if I don't make it, then I can go bake cakes. Yeah, for
1: yeah, guess. exactly. Yes. There's always the a backup, backup. right? <laughs> who, who knew? So... Uh, I Although made this you, cake. Although I can
0: assure you, you do not want me to bake a cake, <laughs> I can assure you. That's about. why we have
1: classes, oh, and I can teach you, oh. and I share all the wealth of information I have. But, uh, so I made this cake, and it was just a really fun experience, but I really loved sharing it with other people, too. So we had the party, and, uh, Weston, I remember, he, my son, he cried when we sang happy birthday like any... You know, one-year-old would when there's a group of adults around <laughs> him and there's like no actual kids at his party. Aww. But you know, we had a good time. But I loved sharing the cake and watching everyone eat the cake and their reaction. And they're just like, "Wow, this so is good." So, what was their
0: reaction to the peanut butter cake?
1: They, they loved it. They loved really? it. Yes, like so I many heard people, a
0: rumor that your first cake that you tried to make was a disaster.
1: It was not. It was a dad's. <laughs> it was more of a disaster in how it looked, oh. but it turned out flavor-wise, oh. and that's the most important thing. Like looking back, I like laugh myself to tears looking at that cake. Um, it was like poofy looking. <laughs> do you was have pictures of it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I like throw you have them to up send on me Instagram these all the time because it's just, I think, fun for people to see like a before and after, just like all these like weight loss programs, right? You see the before yeah. and after, you're like, oh gosh, if, if that's where they started and they got here, I could do that too. It's kind of the same thing with my cakes. I can show the before and say, look, this was my very first cake without like any knowledge, just following a recipe, trying my best. And while it did not look pretty or like my cakes do now, it tasted amazing. It was at least better than any other cake I'd had. So it just kind of lit this little fire inside of me and it became my hobby. So when I wasn't traveling for work and not being mom for a minute, if Weston was napping or it was, you know, at night, I would get in the kitchen and I would just like play and experiment and have fun and and just bake and try new recipes and teach myself new things.
0: Well, I heard that, that also like cake, baking or getting into cake baking was kind of a therapeutic thing for you? Absolutely. That you were going through, like, some hard times and that you— Yeah,
1: and I think— It was just all like kind of not even realizing it at the time. But that first cake, I loved the experience so much. I thought, okay, I want to do this again. And so the next opportunity I got, I made another cake from scratch. I tried another recipe. And every time I did that and I was in the kitchen creating, I felt like it was filling my soul with something, Hmm. right? And just it was my happy place. And I, I used to do art and I played sports growing up. And so I had all these different outlets. But I think I found myself in a place, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, where i was a little bit lost you know just in my own world Mm. and i loved being a mom and being married and i loved consulting so there was all these great things but there was also some emptiness inside and it was based on going through you know some hard times and dealing with depression since i was 18. oh wow and i didn't even realize i mean looking back I had this void in my life, and I had an emptiness. I didn't even realize at the time. Like I thought I was happy, but then I started really filling my life with more things of what made me happy and brought me joy. And that was, you know, being able to, and then sharing it with other people. It just like filled my soul. And so over the next six years, I just embraced any opportunity I had to learn. I never took a class, but I was just teaching I myself. Self taught. Self taught. And I loved. I mean, there was a lot of fails along the way. <laughs> and though oh uh, so many cakes falling apart dry cakes um underdone cakes cakes that just didn't work or didn't taste good but with i i don't know something about that though ignited fire in me even more cuz i was like ah that didn't work. I got to figure out why.
0: Did it just ignite a fire in you, or did you actually set some cakes on fire? I may too?
1: have burned a few <laughs> I, cakes. So in this the is oven. hilarious. So
0: <laughs> no, no joke. This is like a true to life, real story because I was a terror, and this is why you don't want me to help you cook <laughs> these cakes. Like I will be in charge of cocktails. Let me mix your okay. drinks. They will be. We good. all have our role, our I, lane that we I can c- stay in. I could do that. I could do drinks. Don't have me bake. So <laughs> I was. My mom had just had a hysterectomy, and she was like upstairs recovering. Like, just, she's going to hate that I brought that up, by the way. Hi, Mom. Sorry. Um, she was upstairs, like, recovering, just, like, dead to the world on drugs. And I'm, like, home alone playing video games. And I was, like, oh, I'm hungry. Like, I want French fries. So I go into the freezer and I, like, get out French fries. And then I just boil some oil on the stove. Oh,
1: yeah, good. How old were you at the time? I don't know. (laughs) 10 or
0: 11 or 12. I don't know. And then I put them in and I'm playing my video game, which I think was Twisted Metal 2, which was like this like car game where you're throwing napalm at other cars and it was a whole thing. Oh, my gosh. And then like for some reason that day, the game like was really realistic. There was a lot of fire. Um, And I didn't realize until like literally the entire kitchen was like up in flames. And I hear my mother. No. Brian, is something burning? No. And I swear. And I look over and I was like mom and she heard from my voice that there was like this was bad but she's like out of sorts right so she comes down like hobbles down the stairs and she gets water and throws the water on a grease fire and then it just all went up in flames so she's like let's go outside so the fire trucks came we had to move into a hotel Stop, it was a wait, whole you
1: literally set your house on fire yes
0: that's why you don't want me to cook oh with my you gosh, Brian. Real- oh yeah no don't have me cook no 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 wow. I can boil well, pot don't I can you boil feel like things. you've got
1: to redeem yourself is there <laughs> Any sense of, like, I need redemption. I got to show my mom. I've, like, come a really long way. I don't know. I, I feel like when I fail, I'm like, ah, dang, I got to prove myself and show everyone that I can do it and I can, you know, at least show myself I can do that. I just
0: realized that, like, with Postmates and DoorDash, I'm good. Like, I am good. Like, don't even have Oh, my have gosh. To. Why even try? But I can call I, you now. I'm, I, love I got that cakes that I love
1: that you tried, though. Uh, and I, with my kids, so I have an 11-year-old son and a 6-year-old daughter. And they love to be in the kitchen and they, at first I was kind of helicoptering over them anytime I would like let them make something. And I say, let them in (laughs) In air quotes, quotes, because it was like, (laughs) I was really like holding their hand as they're pointed in. And it would just be like too stressful for me as the mom. So I decided a few years ago, I'm like, I'm just going to let them do it. I will handle all the heat. Mm. Right. Um, But now even Weston is like a little bit more comfortable with the oven. So little baby steps. But I noticed that their confidence grew like tenfold when they were making it completely on their own. I was there to just get ingredients out. I didn't even worry about cleaning up, you know, I, until like they're completely out of the kitchen oh, wow. and done because. Then I'm just like I'm just watching, and then they they do it, and I'm like, wait, you actually know how to level off the flour so you don't pack in too much, or you know how to pour things in. I like, out don't of
0: even know how to do that. <laughs>
1: You know, but to give them like, opportunities, that looks about right. it's awesome to give them opportunities in the kitchen at that young age because they actually are more capable than we give them credit for.
0: Interesting. Now so your do you poor have a-
1: mom, that wasn't fair <laughs> because she was like on bed rest, so we need like a redo for you.
0: <laughs> oh no, she's listening. She's like, yes, yes, let's do it. Make yes. him cook Easter dinner. Um, so that's hilarious. Are any of your kids uh, proteges? Are they? Do they? Are they prodigies? Are no, they?
1: They're both great. Both of them love to be in the kitchen. Um, Avery came up. I was teaching classes in Salt Lake the other day. So she was missing mom after I was on a trip. And so my babysitter brought her up for a couple hours to hang out with me between classes. Mm. And she goes into the back kitchen with me and loves to practice piping. And so she like nailed the piping braid design. Wow, She was just practicing on plates and so good. So she's, she, both of okay. my kids have got some a art. Piping braid. Okay, it makes you pipe your buttercream in the pattern of a braid, like around the top of your cake, and so it just—it's kind of, just a piping technique. Okay,
0: yeah. I, I, everyone in the studio too, just <laughs> laughed at me, like I was the only one that didn't know that. I know somebody <laughs> listening didn't know that. Come on, guys.
1: <laughs> so she's she loves that part, and Weston he likes really making things. Um, so he'll want to actually be in the kitchen dumping all the ingredients into the bowl. He has my chocolate chip cookie recipe memorized. I get a call from a mom. Um, he was playing at a friend's house. And she's like, hey, um, you know, ask me questions about the recipe. And I was like, wait, are you're making mine? She's like, yeah, Weston, he's got it memorized. I just want to make sure that's right. You know, and I was like, well, yeah, no, that's right. You're going <laughs> to do this, this, and this. And and they made my cookies. And, you know, he, lo- he loves doing things like... Um, Chopped. He'll get in the kitchen with a friend, and he's like, "Mom, Kate, just give us like five ingredients, and time us, and then judge us on who makes the best like dessert or something." So one day we did like a no bake cookie challenge. Yeah. And he and his friend had a half an hour, and I got certain ingredients, a binding ingredient like maple syrup or honey or or peanut butter, and then there was oats and you know just different things, and they. Made their um their treats Who and they kind of played it. My son.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> Does your son always win? Because you can't not let your not, son win. Not
1: always, but, <laughs> but most of the time. It's just too fun because like he's he has that love to be in the kitchen and then he wants to be on the golf course and playing basketball and he loves to draw and write and so I'm just like what let's try it all whatever you know you end up loving great but let's give it all a shot including being in the kitchen and baking with mom or by yourself and yeah I love that it's really fun to be able to do it together because the kitchen is. Just, I think, a place that we can all have happy memories. It's a gathering place, whether with friends or family or even just personally by yourself, just to have like a peaceful, joyful moment in the kitchen.
0: At what point did you decide that you were going to make the full blown transition from your already established kind of professional life into like, this is what I want to do, this is what I wake up for every morning, this is what I love? Because I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like that, you know, you were going through some, some hard times trying to figure out what made you happy and what mm-hmm. didn't. Um, and maybe realize that you wanted to spend more time not doing what you were doing professional, nothing against being a media yeah, consultant. No, I loved
1: that too. Um, actually I didn't stop consulting until the beginning of 2019. So one year ago. Wow. Yeah. So I was doing my blog for about three and a half years. And then I decided to start a product line and just do a few more things. And I thought, do you know what? I've, I've, got to turn all my attention here because I was just being pulled in too many directions and so yeah it wasn't till 2019 and I haven't looked back um I loved my time I learned so much in consulting and there's so much I did then that applies to what I'm doing now um and I just great stories and everything um but it was it was definitely time because that's not where my passion was and you know I still need to be Hopefully a decent mom to my kids and a decent Sounds life. Sounds like you are. And you're making <laughs> sure
0: you're rigging the contest so they win. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I wish my mom would have done that. I'm going to find She's that like, picture. You lose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he like drizzled chocolate over his no-bake cookies. The plating itself was oh, awesome. Oh,
0: I want to see Killed the side-by-side. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So then, uh, so then, last year in 2019, Mm -hmm. you just went all in. Yeah. And you just decided like this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. But it's interesting to me because it's not. It it is art. Like the Mm -hmm. biggest part of this is like cooking and baking and and the artistic part. Because I see you light up when you talk about um, piping. (laughs) Which I (laughs) learned a new thing today. Cake piping, everybody. There you go. Um. But um. But you also had to like have some business acumen because you have also built it into a pretty successful e-commerce platform as yeah, well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and we're still growing. I mean, my husband has his own job and he focuses on that. He helps me when he can and my my love is the creative side and it's fun to develop new things and and have ideas and start with the idea and then see it come to market whether that's actually a cake design, a cake flavor or now The products and it was really fun for me to come up with these ideas and there's more products we're working on um and oh there's come on (laughs) give me something
0: give me something I always get people in trouble this is the part of the program where I get someone in trouble
1: (laughs) well there was one idea I went to my designer with um two years ago so before we even started the actual like Uh, scrapers and spatulas and all the things I have right now. And we're still working on it. And I'll just say the engineering has been a little bit of a beast because I'm trying to do something that's not been done with a certain cake tool before. And if we can figure it out, it's going to rock the baking world. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really excited about that. We've got new scraper designs coming out um, and a couple other, other tools. And yeah, so it's, but there's, I love the content creation. I love coming up with an idea for a cake flavor. And sometimes it's based off of other things I eat. Like one of my favorite cakes is a lemon ricotta olive oil cake with the strawberry oh, basil compote. okay. When compote. we go to
0: Nashville together. I
1: know. That might be one. I and it has a lemon mascarpone frosting on it. And it's based off of an appetizer I had in New York at ABC Kitchen, which was a homemade ricotta with olive oil, a homemade strawberry jam, and just some bread. And it was like the best thing I had really? all night, and I was like, "Wait, how do I put this into a cake? I want just these flavors, and let, let, let's figure it out." So I came home like a week later.
0: Um, oh my god, I just saw a picture of it on Instagram, <laughs> and I totally want it. I want to eat it right now. Yeah, you have to make that.
1: Yeah, cake. yeah. Okay, maybe diet we'll that be gone. <laughs> I will eat
0: that cake. There, you found my weakness. And we're I and like we're limits.
1: talking during lunchtime, so we're all sitting here, <laughs> super like starving. hungry. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, it's just, it's really fun to experiment and the flavors. My goal is to get you in the kitchen and feeling like, okay, I'm going to try that. And then you realize, oh, homemade cake can be like the best thing in the world and it's fun and I can actually do it. And then you're like more excited to try the next one. Just like I was 10 years ago. I was like, oh, I can do that. I mean, it wasn't the prettiest thing. We'll show you a picture of it. It wasn't the prettiest, but then I got oh, better no, with I'm every posting try. Oh, that picture yeah. and the
0: story on LAweekly.com. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so no. you better get Brian, ready. <laughs>
1: the, best, the best part about the picture, the cake that you'll see, that very first one I did, was the homemade cake topper that I made out of paper, <laughs> and it was bigger than the actual cake, and it has like a giant W <laughs> on the top of it. I think I'm more embarrassed by the cake topper than the cake. That's now.
0: hilarious. It's bad. It's that's, so bad. Well, we'll have to do like a slideshow of stuff on the website of like for your progression, yeah. like from 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 the start to mm-hmm. the finish. Yeah. So, okay. All right. You won't love this question, but okay. that's what I do. What is the worst cake you ever bake in terms of taste? The
1: worst cake I've... Um, uh, I'm trying to think because I won't post a recipe that I don't like absolutely love a hundred percent. And so I'm trying to remember like over the first six years that I was baking, I was trying a bunch of other recipes. There was one I tried. I was trying to find like a really good s'mores cake and it was someone <laughs> else's recipe. You do not.
0: <laughs> I hate them. I, well, I just don't like marshmallows. Okay. Now marshmallows are never going to be a sponsor of this podcast. Oh yeah. You screwed I that just one screwed up. I <laughs> screwed myself. Oh well. Sorry, marshmallows.
1: Um, <laughs> not I, not
0: a big fan of graham crackers either. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's mad at me now. What the hell? Uh, what? Cho- I'm going chocolate. Do you eat like peanut butter? Uh, Jess, like peanut, peanut, peanut butter, butter. <laughs> Jiffy, hit me up right now.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm a skippy girl. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. Uh-oh. We are just not hitting it off on this show. No, we're so good. It's so
1: good. Do you know what? I can't think of one that I absolutely like oh, come hated. On. No, honestly, because I wouldn't I I come up with like flavors and the ones I want to do based off of things that I like. So okay. people will ask me like all the time, "Can you make an ice cream cake?" And my answer I try to be as nice as possible, uh, is no, I won't make an ice cream cake because I don't like ice cream and cake together. Like I just, if you have good cake, it stands on its own. It doesn't need ice cream. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to put it out there. Some people are not going to like me for that, but it's fine. I stand by it. Good cake doesn't need ice cream. So I, will n- I won't make an ice cream cake. But couldn't the it same goes against argument- everything I stand for. <laughs> couldn't the
0: same argument be made for chocolate chip cookies at ice cream?
1: Agreed, yeah. I but just then, want chocolate chip cookies. But then the Pazuki.
0: come on. I don't then know. the Pazuki came.
1: But do you really like it? A pizzuki? Or would you rather just have a chocolate chip cookie on its own?
0: I would rather just have the chocolate chip cookie. Yes! Oh, I just got put on blast. I know, there Damn you it. go. Damn it. I could just do the chocolate chip cookie. Me too. Yes. I'm good All with that. day
1: with a little, like, make sure you have dark chocolate inside and sprinkled <laughs> with, like, a little bit of sea salt on top. I'm
0: so, oh, that's a good idea. Oh. Have you ever made a cookie cake? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: So I've got well I did actually like seven layers of giant cookies with frosting in between but I have a cookie cake that is got a chocolate cookie crust it's a yellow cake with mini chocolate chips in it and like a brown sugar Ooh. frosting so there's that one I have a chocolate chip um, oatmeal cookie cake which oh. has got oatmeal in it and it's like a hearty cake so it's got this kind of chewy I'm texture a list
0: Now no, we got the lemon cake we got the oatmeal oh, <laughs> chocolate chip cake Yeah yeah, yeah. Cake. I've
1: made a lemon bar cake I love taking other dessert flavors Like, I uh, Van Leeuwen ice cream is one of my favorite ice cream spots Mm. we've got here in L.A. And I was visiting there and I had their, it happened to be vegan, but it was butternut squash ice cream with a ginger snap cookie swirl in it. Oh, my gosh. Blew my mind. Like, changed my life kind of ice cream. And so I went home. I'm like, I'm making a butternut squash cake. What? Yes. Was it good? Oh, it's so good. It's one of my favorites. Like, definitely top ten. No way. Yes, and it has, like, a layer of a ginger snap cookie. In there too, so you wow. get cake and cookies in the same bite. It's <laughs> legit.
0: Your <laughs> hand gesture with that was just like, and I'm throwing it down. I
1: just got mic drop that
0: one. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but so what I find to be so fascinating is that that it you didn't discover this your passion or the thing that makes mm-hmm. you happy and light up until not later in life, but you were 26. I was 26 yeah, yeah, 26 years old. Um, so that's like an inspirational story for a lot of people because, so one of my favorite human beings, I'm not going to say his name cause I don't want to embarrass him. But one of my favorite human beings on this planet lives in New York. We text probably every day. Um, and I just care so much for this person. Uh, and he's in the same place where he's just kind of like, you know, he has a really good job like mm-hmm. you did in media consulting and, and you know, some days he loves the job. Some yeah. days he doesn't like all of us, but like he respects the profession. Um, but is still trying to kind of figure out like what that passion is the thing that wakes yeah. him up every morning. So I think it's inspiring for people that you just kind of, it, it wasn't like you as a child were like, Oh, I loved baking. Right. It was just, it just kind of happened one day.
1: Yeah, it did. And it evolved. And I, you know, it went from a hobby to a passion and has turned into a business. And looking back, I wouldn't want it to go any other way. I love the exact path that my life has gone on through career and family and friends and it just, it just worked. And I think because I tried a lot of different things as a kid and um, I continued to do art classes while I was in college, even though that wasn't my major and I worked at a ceramic pottery place and I still tried to fuel that creative outlet. And while I thought one day when I was little that I might be an artist. Okay, that wasn't it. Then I thought I'd be a journalist. Well, that wasn't it. I just kept exploring things that I enjoyed Mm. and finally found myself in the kitchen. And it was like, wait, I don't know what it was about cakes that just the light bulb went off, but it did. And I think when you have those moments, you've got to follow it. Yeah. And see where it takes you and, you know, if it's in the kitchen or that, something else.
0: Do you think that it was part of it was the positive affirmation you got from your family and your husband's family after you made that first cake? Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I think for sure when you, you know, you kind of ride a high of the, the compliments. But it was also, I knew how, like, the way I felt being in the kitchen and doing that, that was something I didn't want to forget. And that was something I wanted to feel Again. Mm. Right. So it was more than just the like, hey, that was a great cake. Can I get the recipe? You know, that was awesome. But the way I felt while I was doing it and then taking it from like start to finish the whole thing, seeing it through and then having an awesome, fun outcome with it. Um, it was a whole thing.
0: And do you still feel that way? Like every time you bake a cake? Almost yeah. every time you I bake do. a
1: I do. I do. And people are like, are you sick of cakes yet? No, I'm not. Because everyone is different. And that's why I think I ended up doing consulting for so long. Because every project, while it was kind of the same thing, I'd go out and I'd moderate focus groups and we'd write reports about the show or the talent. Every time it was a different show or it was a different season or it was a different topic or talent, you know, that we're covering. So it still kept it exciting. And for me... Like I said earlier, it's kind of like the moments where it doesn't turn out, I get more excited because I'm going to figure out the right way to do it. You know, I did a... Vegan vanilla cake. I had some requests to do egg-free, dairy-free mm. cakes, and I was like, sense. "Okay, yeah, we want everyone to have cake, whether you've got an allergy or not." So,
0: <laughs> if I, you have to <laughs> run for president, is that going to be your yes, slogan? Yes. we want cake for all.
1: Cake for all. I really, I feel like it could work. Okay,
0: <laughs> I do too. Yeah, I ran on a platform in <laughs> elementary school that I would change the drinking fountains from water to chocolate milk. People ate that up.
1: Yep. Uh, did you win? <laughs> uh, no. Because <laughs> I
0: think they made me take the. Signs down because they were live.
1: It <laughs> <laughs> not, not honest. Not honest. Oh, that's too funny. Well, so I'm making this vanilla, egg free, dairy free cake, and I'm doing research. I want it to be my own recipe. I'm trying to figure out what's the best egg substitute. What do you use instead of dairy products like buttermilk? Mm-hmm. And so I experimented, and it took me eight tries to get it right, to make it taste like. Just one of my regular vanilla cakes. Mm. And my daughter was in the kitchen with me. It was like attempt number seven and something went wrong. And I was just probably swore or something. And Avery was sitting there (laughs) like, "Uh, mom. And I was like, it did not work. And she's looking at the cake. It sank or something was wrong with it. And she goes, mom, you should probably give up. And here my little like four year old is telling me to give up. Oh, no. And that meant I could never give up. Right. <laughs> I had to show her we don't just give up because something doesn't work out. So I kind of took all my notes from seven different batches of cake and seven, seven different you batches. Seven I, I was seven deep. And for sure in my head, I wanted to give up it a couple times. But Avery said, you should give up, which meant I can't. And so I took all my notes. I came up with some adjustments. And then batch number eight, it was perfect.
0: Wow. So, so. you just need your kids to tell you you can't do it.
1: Yeah. That's usually, Don't isn't it interesting oh, yeah. when people tell you like, hey, you can't? And you're like, oh, oh yeah, I can.
0: A 100%. Yeah, I can. Whenever, that's when I'm at my best. Like when uh-huh. people are like, you won't do this. You can't do this. It's impossible. We're going to stop you. And I'm yeah. like, okay. I don't know it's why on. it takes
1: that. Because inside, if we're obviously going to go for it, we knew that we could do it. But it takes that like... Negative, I don't know, confrontation for a moment for you to be like, Okay, I'm in. I'm doing Yeah, No, and this
0: is uh, this is like a thing with my niece where I'm just like, She well, she'll tell me she can't do something and I was like, Can't's a bad word. We don't say can't in this family. Yeah. And then my sister will come and be like, Stop being mean, Uncle Brian. I was like, I'm not being mean, Uncle Brian. (laughs) Can't is a bad word.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to be supportive and encouraging. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what that is,
0: and then I buy her things,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> like any good uncle should. Rein- I like that
0: reinforcement. That is hilarious. Okay, are there any ingredients that will never end up in a Courtney Rich cake?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe probably alcohol, just because I don't drink, so I probably okay, wouldn't put it in. Okay, this podcast
0: is over. I know, I you're know, you're waiting for
1: something, in. the Kathy's over here like whispering, "Don't say it, Courtney." Just, um, but I just don't right love the that now. flavor. But I well, actually, I'd say never say never, because I've. I cooked with wine before and like it always. works. I know. I know. That's why I'm saying scratch that. I don't know. <laughs> okay, no, I'm open to anything. I'm open again. to anything because I think it's food is just so fun to experiment with and play with. And the flavors, you just never know when you're going to combine like you need something kind of bitter to balance the sweet and just all these different flavors work together. Okay, and it's impress, fun to figure it out. I would
0: expect the empress of all cakes to be like very positive, but there has to be something like, would you put broccoli in a cake?
1: Probably not. Okay, see broccoli. But I thought about like a like a cornbread cake. I don't know. Adding savory is I love doing that. Like, but not crazy like i'm on a cooking show and i'm trying to win a challenge right <laughs> like i'm not going there so don't give me broccoli to put in a cake because who really wants to eat that anyway
0: oh no, i want to try that
1: you know what i mean uh, uh, i don't
0: <laughs> avocado in a yeah, cake
1: good luck Are you, um, avocado yes totally you like in that. a frosting or something yeah that's a great fat and just like good thing to have
0: what is the oddest combination that you ever put together that was successful
1: uh i think some people were totally thrown when i did a honey fig goat cheese cake. Mm, and so that working. yeah but it worked yeah okay so that didn't answer your question no, um not, not, mm. <laughs> the i like figs
0: and i like honey and i like goat cheese yeah so. so that's
1: a good one what would i don't know some people thought the, the butternut squash, squash yeah, cake that. was interesting yeah but i also want people to get oh my um ricotta beet cake
0: oh yeah i couldn't do that yeah i'm not in so
1: that's based off a donut from the donut project in new york as well okay. down in west village their donuts are amazing if they want a partner hey hit me up donut project okay um the donut
0: the donut project, donut project but
1: they've got a great raised donut that's filled with a homemade ricotta and then it's got a beet glaze on top so it's a beautiful color I on just, top but and everyone's like oh beets taste like dirt yeah, and I don't yeah like Beets. if you eat it out of the ground it tastes like dirt but when we like make it and with add flavors to it and especially you're adding powdered sugar to it in yeah. my case like you're, you're Gucci. It's going to be good. Okay. So the cake is like a ricotta cake. There's a homemade whipped ricotta filling in it and homemade ricotta whole, that changed my life. I'd never made a homemade ricotta until I made this cake and blew my mind. Like I can't, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I kept making it so I could just eat it with everything.
0: So since since baking is like both your passion and vocation, do you still do a lot of baking and cooking at home too or no?
1: yeah no every Sunday is usually a time that I will bake with my kids and let oh, them pick awesome. something so we have that time together and I probably don't cook as much as I used to um but I still love to cook and be in the kitchen it's just a little bit more sporadic but also not just because of my schedule but my husband travels a ton and my kids are getting older with more activities in the evening yeah. so we're kind of like all right what did we have last night that we can kind of <laughs> remake for tonight or something <laughs> you know leftovers <laughs> if we need to um sounds but, like my life yeah you know what I mean? I'm like, maybe I just need to start doing like a meal delivery service to make life even easier or something. Cake delivery but, service. Yeah. yeah. We got enough cake. You should see my freezer. I have a double size <laughs> freezer. And just recently, so in January, I worked on my Valentine's cakes and I had seven cakes or something and cupcakes. And I did a big photo shoot at my house and I put everything in the freezer because I was saving it to do a segment on a local television station in Salt Lake. And my freezer looked like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, but for oh cake and pink and red and all these colors. And so my kids, what was so funny is one day I'm in my office, I hear my kids and Weston saying to his friends, come here, I'll show you the freezer. And I walk into the kitchen and he's like slowly opening my freezer to show all his friends, all the cakes and cupcakes and cookies and everything. And they all just sat there and like,
0: whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. And so just, you're like the cool mom.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely the mom with most cake. That,
0: <laughs> I was worried that when you were telling that story, they opened it slowly and everything fell out all over no, the floor. Oh, no, 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 That would have been, that would have been like, I love Lucy status.
1: Yeah, that might have been like your fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that was bad. Oh, that was but so But they also
1: um, will always store like frozen slices of cake. So it's fun, too, because they'll be like, hey, mom, can we have cake? And then- their friends are pretty impressed So they're not by the sick cake. of
0: cake? I feel like at no, some point, uh, no one ever gets sick no, of cake. No, we're not
1: eating cake every day. Like every other day You're maybe, not. but like not every day. So it's there's a break. We have broccoli sometimes, and, and you it's stay not in shape. cake.
0: I don't understand. If I ate cake every day, I would be a little bit different looking. <laughs> I can show it's you all that. about balance.
1: It's balance. It's enjoying the cake, really appreciating what it tastes like and all the flavors. And it's just, it's so satisfying, not just like... In a fulfilling physical way, but just like I don't know, it's a whole mental, emotional experience having like a really great cake. But also, I feel that way about food in general. Yeah. you know, like when you're eating really good food, I just want to like sit there and savor every single bite and enjoy it, and then I'm totally satisfied, and I don't need to go back an hour later for another slice.
0: When when you're making these cakes, so you you have a large audience, like over three hundred thousand people on Instagram um, and elsewhere. I mean, you were on Kelly Clarkson show. You do stuff all the time. You're on our podcast. Um, is the community around you always supportive or sometimes are they like, oh, what are you doing? Courtney? No, they're
1: supportive. I think sometimes like a ricotta beet cake, people are like, whoa, but the best thing <laughs> is they're like, but if you're making it, I gotta try it because you always can turn these flavors into something pretty awesome, you know And um, and then they do and they're like, okay, you you were right. That was good. But I I gotta say my following shout out to, my followers because they are the most supportive community ever. Like I don't get like haters out there, knock on wood, but like, it's just, I think because they come on, I
0: will give them away.
1: I love it because they're all there to support each other. Not just me. And they'll ask questions and help each other answer questions. If I can't get to them. Sure. And, um, I have a Facebook group and they share pictures with one another and help each other. And it's just a positive place to be and i i don't know i i try to have my tone be as positive and uplifting as possible because mm. i want it to be a welcoming community and i think people have embraced it like that so i'm just forever grateful for that alone
0: oh yeah i mean that's i mean we need trust me we need more of that in the world right yeah. now um but do you share your story of how you know you came from uh, you know you mentioned depression earlier mm-hmm. Do you share how—I mean, it sounds like the this passion of yours that's now a vocation and a business yeah. um, also has been kind of your therapy. It's it has been. been. It's, it's yeah. helped you get over—I don't know if get over is the right word. I'm not a doctor, but certainly— Yeah,
1: it's helped to manage it. It's helped to manage it. Um, at the time, that doctors told me I had depression. I was 18, and they were like, it's situational. My parents had gone through a divorce that was kind of a couple years long and just some other things in life. And um, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's— it, I bet it's situational. You should be okay. Here's what we'll do in the like interim. Um, and what was really disheartening was that it never went away. So I felt like, well, what was what's wrong with me? Well, I also learned that it runs in my family, mm. and I wasn't the only one. And um, there's been some other severe cases and on both sides of my family. And so, um, you know, there was a long time where I was just like kept asking myself like what what's wrong if they told me I was supposed to get over it why am I not over it and so there was a lot of those demons too trying to figure it out and then feeling guilty it's just a really vicious cycle depression you know and you feel like you're doing a little bit better and then you're not and all of a sudden it can hit you and it can come out of the blue and you're just like wait I thought I was doing so much better and that that might be for another time but I i kind of had a aha moment a few years ago and it actually wasn't until a few years ago hmm. um that I realized I was talking to my dad and I had just had a really bad week it had been kind of a long week I had a bad panic attack and it set me off for like a just kind of a bad week um that was pretty dark and I was talking to my dad about it and he said well court you know what can we do to fix it and I just kind of sat there and it was this moment where it's like wait I don't think I can fix it, you know, and it's how do I manage it? Yeah. And so that was a big moment for me um, because I I did feel like I was doing pretty well and it still like creeps its way into my life here and there. And it's how do I best manage it? So I really like changing that perspective on, you know, what's wrong with me? Why can't I fix it with everything I've tried to how do I best manage it? And so. Um, Over the last few years, I've done my best because I have, you know, whether it's the the supplements I take, it's getting a right amount of sleep. It is waking up the same time every single day, Hmm. exercising, it's planning my day, it's meditation, it's prayer. um, And then it's making sure that like I've started my day with all these things to like fuel me in the right direction that help me better manage anything that may come and kind of knock me off my feet.
0: I love that. And you Thank have to you. be, like, sharing – I mean, people – that's, like, an inspirational story, too, because Thanks. people all over – not just the country, but the world are dealing yeah. with the same thing. Yeah. Friends that I've mentioned before on the show, in fact. And, uh, and, I mean, to see that, that you have found a way to manage it, yeah. and yet you have this, like, very – Public persona and passion—that's like the this this person of you know that's so positive and so happy and and bringing people joy in like the most you know joyful way, right? Which is like <laughs> the thing that you only get on your birthday. You're like yeah, bringing every right? day. Right? <laughs>
1: cake, cake is happy, and I think it was. It I haven't opened up about it until more recently. Um, I think because. There's guilt associated with depression. Mm -hmm. Um, You feel like, well, I have all these great blessings and good things. Why am I feeling this way? I don't want to talk about it. People are going to think I'm crazy and I'm ungrateful and I'm dramatic or whatever. You know, there's all these awful thoughts that you think along the way. And um, when I did start to open up about it a little bit, you just you realize people need to hear it, want to hear it so that they feel more comfortable opening up themselves. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like you start to talk about your problems or your trials, your challenges, and then you realize you're not alone either, you know? And then I hear from you, you're going through something and it's like, wait, we may be going through totally different trials, even at different times in our life, but we're bonded now because we're both understand like the pain and the hurt that it is to go through something, right?
0: Hundred percent. And
1: if we can share it and like, rather than just stand next to each other going through our trials, we're now holding hands. Like we are bonded and able to strengthen one another. And so I just, I do share the hard moments on my Instagram. I share it um, in podcasts and, and articles when appropriate um, because it gives me strength in a way, but I think it also will give others strength and we can kind of feel like we're doing it and going well, through those things together.
0: It 100% together. inspires people because if you think about it, I mean, you have a lot of people who are just like following your page because they like cake mm-hmm. probably, but then there's a lot of people who want to emulate you who like are like, oh, I want to I want to learn to bake or yeah. I want to learn to cook or I want to do this or I have a, a blog on brownies mm-hmm. and I want to be the, the yeah. Courtney Rich of brownies, yeah. right? So- you're, you're, I mean, you're inspiring people. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you. I think, um. You're inspiring
0: what, me to go off my diet. They, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I, one of my, um, probably my personal favorite compliment I've ever gotten is when someone said I came for the cake, but I stayed for the way you make me feel. Oh, like I, I, I just, love I love that. And that's why I started it. It was like, I want to empower you to be in the kitchen and be happy. And I share everything. Anything I learn, I am Sharing with you, I want you to do the same thing, and I want you to just feel happy and hope that you leave my Instagram that way, you leave the kitchen that way, you know, just feeling a little bit better than you did before you came around.
0: So, like with all the success in uh, in the cake space, um, do you ever at holidays from your from your in laws? (laughs) Do they take credit for it? Because I would totally take credit. (laughs) Do you know what they
1: haven't? But I got to tell you, one of my proudest moments was when Ryan's dad made one of my cakes.
0: And oh. I, yeah, I was like. Was it good?
1: I've been. I'm in. Was it good? It, it was good. They did a great job. Uh, They're oh, both it good. Was, cooks. I, I don't know. Was it, it was that good. good? I mean, where's his edges as sharp as mine? Well, probably not. <laughs> But it's the taste that matters. And it tasted amazing. Um, no, they've been incredibly supportive. Our whole family has. And I mean, it's it's kind of crazy to think, hey, I'm gonna start a blog and the market was so saturated. It is, but do you know what? One thing I learned from consulting is that good content rises to the top. Yeah. There's, you know, how many television shows did we test over the years? And people would get into the focus group room and I I watch a ton of shows. I don't have time for anything more. And it's like No, we showed them a great show, and they're like, oh, but I'll make room for that. I like that. I'll add that to my my lineup. And it's like, wait, yeah, if it's good content— and you are adding value to someone's life; they're going to make room for. And it. if
0: it's authentic, I yes. mean, that's the thing I think about you. Is that you're? I mean, there. <laughs> make no mistakes. You really like cake. I like do. cake is really a passion. <laughs> like it oozes off of you. No pun intended. Like like frosting. Yeah. Um, you you clearly <laughs> you. you clearly really really are passionate about this. I think that's what people want. Thanks. They don't want someone who's like you know just like going through the motions of like oh I'm making your cake. It's got beets and ricotta. <laughs> Eat it up. Good luck.
1: <laughs> yeah but um,
0: I'll eat everything you mentioned except for the beet and ricotta thing I don't know maybe
1: I sneak that into Nashville and not even tell anything to Brian about it and they will be like oh that magenta frosting is gorgeous (laughs) there's a little pistachio on there that looks delicious and I'm just gonna stare at you while Uh, you eat it and then after you take a bite I'm gonna be like that was beet
0: never (laughs) never I'm super excited about our Nashville trip have you you've been to Nashville I have yeah Yeah. I did
1: consulting work down there yeah so I've been there for focus groups and it's a great city i
0: love it so we'll be doing another podcast together yeah, down there which wait. is nashville weekly i'm super stoked we'll make sure you we'll, eat
1: cake before that podcast so you can like
0: oh my God, tell we, everyone you're gonna have a tough audience you have some people who like like food there yeah. so get ready but they, they already like you so it's not fair i
1: hope
0: so uh, <laughs> so i'm i'm excited but if they don't like you a couple of them could body slam you so mickey james Yo, she'll be there i know
1: i'm not gonna Brooke go up against Hogan. her yeah, yeah bro. you
0: don't want to you don't want to <laughs> <laughs> Make sure those cakes are on point. Make yep, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. We point. will. We will. I'm excited about it. Um, I never thought that I could have this long of a conversation, honestly, about cake. Because I, I mean, it's so funny. Because I was talking to Trevor, who who works with me, and is one of my best friends, and I was just like, you know. I'm the person at the birthday party when they pass the cake. I like pass it on to the next person or I'll like do the, you know, the fork trick where you like play with it a little bit and smash it down. So it looks like you ate some of it. Oh my God.
1: Uh, no more. No, I'm going to change that. I, I've gotten, I love also the emails that say like, oh, I made cake for my partner, my kids, and they usually don't like cake and they could not get enough of it. Wow. And I think people who don't like cake are people that have had bad cake. <laughs> Just going to put that out
0: there. Wow. Raise
1: your hand if you agree. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'll raise my hand. <laughs> I think I've had some bad cake. I won't name where the cake came that's from. Okay,
1: yeah, <laughs> we'll just change Mom. your future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just kidding. My mom's a good cook on certain things. Um, that's hilarious. So then, what's next for you? Like, what, what, where, where do you go from here?
1: Where do I go from here? Um, we're doing more products. We are. I've got tons of content for the year and video. I have another online cake class that we'll be filming at the end of the month. So kind of a. Uh, round two, like level two kind of baking, just because not everyone can get to my classes in Salt Lake and sure. they're smaller. They're so fun. But, you know, we do 16 people at a time in that. Um, so the online class is a great way to get all the knowledge and at least, you know, kind of arm yourself with the knowledge that it will take to to do some more intricate things. Um, I've got a podcast coming out in ah. April called Courtney Beyond the Cake. No so way. It is, um, a podcast focused not on cake and the kitchen so much as it is about the feeling that you also get from being in the kitchen and and um, fueling your creative outlet. It's it's happy and it's I I realized as I was sharing stories about my own life and just little things that were coming along the way on my Instagram these positive uplifting moments. Um, The reaction and response was always huge. And people were like, this is, you know, I love these kind of stories. Oh, wow. And so we'll be sharing some really uplifting, positive, happy, just fill your soul with joy kind of stories.
0: That's awesome. Is it going to be mostly you talking? Are going to be talking to other people? I'll be talking
1: to other people and and just interviewing lots of different types of people, everyday type of people, just with good stories that I think need to be shared and, and people that need to be heard. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! So, so when
0: do you have the date yet? When you're not, uh, not you exact
1: know- launch date, but it's going to be mid-April.
0: Okay, you have to keep us posted. because I will. Because Thank I will you. Totally listen Thank you. And I will totally tell people about it. I appreciate that. Because I think that. your story is awesome. I really. I mean, i I I was going into this thinking, okay, we're going to talk about cake. Yeah. Uh, but I read uh, a lot about <laughs> it. <missed> <laughs> so I knew that there was a lot of things that we can talk about. But I'm excited because I think that your journey is just beginning.
1: I I hope it is. I hope it's just the beginning.
0: And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pass any judgment until I actually eat a cake. Thank so you. which will Thank be at a we try. try, I'm excited about it. But then, if I become like a cake person, then like you're gonna have to do some fitness podcast too. How to stay in shape while eating cake daily.
1: <laughs> we can go there too. Maybe we
0: could create like a, a protein shake cake uh-huh. so like I could eat it after the gym. No, she's no. not, she's not liking uh, that one. She just likes- have your
1: protein and we'll <laughs> eat cake separately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, you're awesome. Thank, Thank you so you. much for being on the show. My pleasure. Everyone, go follow Courtney Rich at Cake by Courtney on yes. Instagram. And uh, and we're going to be hanging out in a couple yeah, weeks. I'll so this weeks. is not the last time you'll hear from Courtney because I might just have to call her like on a weekly basis to get like the cake of the week.
1: Cake of the week. Cakes by Rich. Kaye. You don't want those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Rich, thanks. That's been the LA Weekly weekly podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Love you. Miss you. See you soon.